0: Well, good morning. Such a beautiful day as compared to yesterday, right? So, sun's shining today, and it's a good day, always a great day to be in the Lord's house, and uh, you would be praying for Chad and Danny as they are uh, out uh, and hopefully uh, rejuvenating uh, and uh, refreshing uh, this, uh, this week. And uh, also, uh, I know you probably want to be praying for Chad because I think he may be nervous because Bill said that we used to work together, but we not only worked together, we grew up together. And so uh, his older brother Wade and I were good friends, and so I spent a lot of time at their house. So he's probably nervous of what I'm going to tell you, but uh, no. It's, it's an honor to be here today, and uh, I appreciate uh, uh, the invitation that Chad gave me to come and speak God's Word uh, this morning. And so uh, every June... Um, the, the world recognizes D-Day, uh, the day that uh, 156,000 troops from the U.S., from Europe, uh, from Britain, and also from Canada uh, really invaded the beaches of Normandy, France. And so as you probably recall seeing things and reading different stories, they had a lot of obstacles to overcome And uh, that not only when they landed, uh, they had mines in the water, but they had to overcome all the obstacles on the beach. Those that overcame those obstacles uh, scaled the cliffs and uh, they secured positions there. And at the end of the day, uh, they had secured a foothold there, which eventually led to uh, really uh, driving back Nazi Germany and uh, really. putting an end uh, to, to World War II, uh, essentially, from the, the German people. And so, uh, also, just as this past week, as Bill mentioned, you know, we see just the the devastation that has happened in the Ukraine and people fighting for their freedoms and fighting for their country. And so, we even, uh, you know, have read stories of of Christians that have stayed to minister to those people uh, who were there. And the truth is, we live in a world of destruction, we live in a world of death. Uh, And we live in a world of chaos, and that's been evident this past week. And so your life may feel like you are in an uphill battle. You may feel like uh, that, uh, you know, the world has been against you. But the truth is today that uh, in John 10.10, you know, we, we know Jesus, what he said. He says, the thief comes to steal, to what kill, and destroy. But Jesus also said, I have come that you may have life and have it to the full. And so today we're going to look at how you and I can not only survive, but we can thrive. And it's in the area of of surrender. And so, uh, you know, if you weren't already aware, we are in a battle. It's not a battle that uh, we see going on in the Ukraine, a physical battle. It's a spiritual battle. The God's Word tells us that you and I are enemies with God because of our sin. Romans 3.23 says that all of us have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And so, because of that sin, we're separated from God. And ever since that first sin of Adam, we see that God has extended an invitation for for you and for me and for everybody who has lived to come and to follow him to surrender their lives to him. And so we see that all the way in the Old Testament. And we see that in the New Testament as well. And in Genesis 12:1, I'm going to I know you're in the book of Genesis, so we're going to cover our our verse from Genesis today. And so from Genesis 12, 1, it says, "The Lord said to Abram, leave your country, your people and your father's household and go to the land I will show you. And then in Exodus 310, God tells Moses, Go now. I am sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. And then in first Samuel uh, three, God uh, was speaking to Samuel, and Samuel's response was, Speak. For your servant is listening. And in the New Testament, we see in the four Gospels, we see where Jesus extends the call for his disciples. He says, come, follow me. And the, the disciples, they lift everything. It says uh, they immediately followed him. They left their jobs. They left their, their, uh, their families. They left everything to surrender to him, to follow him. And then also in the Garden of Gethsemane, uh, we see Jesus talking to his Father, God the Father. He says, my Father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me, yet not as I will but as you will. And then in Acts 9, 6, we see uh, when Jesus talks to Saul, later to be named Paul, he says, now get up and go into the city and you will be told what you must do. And then Jesus extends that call to you and to me today. And our focal passage is in Luke chapter 9, Luke chapter 9, beginning in verse 23. And I'm going to ask us to stand this morning in honor of God's Word as we read this passage of Scripture. <clears throat> it says right here in 23, it says, And he said to all, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross daily, and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it. For whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. For what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses or forfeits himself? Join with me as we pray. God, we thank you for this morning. We thank you for your word. We thank you for the truth that is to us. And Father, I pray that today, Lord, that we would, uh, Lord, hear that uh, call to surrender to you, to follow you, and so, Father, I pray that all of us, our hearts would be open, our minds would be open to what you want us to hear today. Father, may the uh, words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be pleasing to you, uh, God. Lord, we also pray, as, as Bill has already prayed, we pray for the people of Ukraine. Lord, we pray for them today. Lord, may they know your presence in the midst of, of, of uh, the devastation they are experiencing today. Father, may you use the brothers and sisters in Christ there to minister to those uh, who who are there and to give them hope in uh, what seems like a hopeless situation. also pray for Chad and Danny as they are away. Lord, refresh them today. Lord, uh, Lord, may you draw them closer to you today. Lord, give them a a safe trip, Um, Lord, as they travel. And uh, so, Father, just uh, rejuvenate them today. Father, it's in the name of Jesus we pray and all God's children said, Amen. amen. You may be seated. So how you and I respond to Jesus' call will not only determine how we survive, but also how we thrive. And so we have to answer that call each day to surrender to him. Tony Evans, uh, one of my favorite uh, speakers, said this. He says, when you don't surrender to Christ, you surrender to chaos. And the definition of surrender, I've got it up there on the screen, to give oneself up as in the power of another, to submit or to yield. Another definition is relinquishment of control of, of, of one territory to another power. And I don't know what comes to your mind when you think of surrender. I think of a lot of famous battles. You know, we've got one uh, the, when Santa Ana surrendered to Sam Houston in 1836 in San Jacinto. Uh, or the, uh, the surrender of Robert E. Lee to Ulysses S. Grant in 1865. And then also, just as we discussed, the, the uh, surrender of Nazi Germany in May of 1945, and then also the Imperial uh, Japan surrender upon the USS Missouri in September of 1945. You know, the truth is that you and I, we all surrender to something. Uh, If it's not to God, we surrender to our entertainment, we surrender to our pleasures, we surrender uh, to really anything that we can give ourselves to. And so surrender, you know, it's not a popular concept today. You know, we live in the world of, of social media. We live in the world of self-promotion. We live in the world of, uh, you know, airing out everything that we want to on here. And uh, we live in a world of, of uh, really narcissism. And, uh, and so we see that uh, played out. And so uh, if you think about it, Really, surrender has never been a popular term. Submitting to, to Christ has never been a popular term uh, and a popular concept. So in our main passage today, Jesus said this, What does it profit a man to gain the whole world, yet forfeit or lose his soul? And the question is this morning, what areas of your life and what areas of my life do we need to relinquish control over to God? And so when we surrender as a Christian, we surrender our plans, we surrender our priorities, we surrender our rights to him. You know, it is our losing our life to Christ. You know, Christ has called us to make him the priority of our life. And I think so many times we make our jobs, we make our families, we make our hobbies the Lord of our life. But those things will not save you. It is only through that saving relationship of Jesus Christ when you surrender to him uh, that we have life. And that, that is only how you and I are saved. And so perhaps you're here or you're listening online and you have never uh, done a first surrender to Christ. You know, you, there's uh, the, what uh, you may have grown up with the ABCs and Vacation Bible School or taught those. That's the first way that you and I surrender. First uh, is A, we have to admit to God that we're a sinner. B is we have to believe that, he is, that Christ is God's son. And then C, we have to confess to him. You know, there's a first surrender, and that is the first surrender that we do. The Bible says that if we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart God raised him from the dead, we will be saved. And that's where first surrender occurs. And so if you have never accepted Uh, that first surrender and accepted christ as lord and savior of your life then jesus is just another good moral religious person and so he wants to be so much more in your life he desires to be the savior and lord of your life that's why he came to this earth that's why he came to give his life so that you can experience that life and so you and i have to answer a question that jesus posed earlier in this chapter where he said who do you say that I am? He asked his disciples that. Who do you say that I am? Everybody in this room, everybody listening, everybody who has lived, everybody who will live, Jesus is going to ask that same question to you. Who do you say that I am? How would you respond to Christ today? How would you respond to Him in that uh, in that way? And so. You know, I I, I encourage you to think about that question. Uh, Who do you say that I am? It's that first step of surrender that you have to take um, and to make Jesus the Lord and Savior of your life. You see, we can do all these things. We can do all these things in our life and accomplish all these goals, but it goes back to what Jesus said. You can gain everything, but you'll lose in eternity. You see, there is a war before a surrender You know, it's a spiritual battle that you and I are in. You know, there is nothing more than the enemy wants to do is to have you believe uh, his lies. And so, you know, even as you're you're sitting here this morning, we're talking about surrendering and maybe surrendering an area of your life to God. And the Holy Spirit may be saying, hey, you need to uh, surrender that area uh, to me. But you know what the enemy says? No, you really don't need to surrender that part of your life to me. Or the enemy may say, uh, something like, you know what, uh, you're saved, you can do whatever you want. Or even uh, I- as you're sitting in church, you may say, well, you know what, I-, I may be doing this, but at least I'm better than that person over here. And so we play that s- that uh, game of comparison. Or or even uh, God may call you to something to serve in an area, but the enemy may say, you know what, you've done this in the past, you can't do that. And so those are all the lies that the enemy uh, puts in our mind, all the lies that the enemy uh, tells us. Uh, but, uh, you know, there is that, uh, that war before a surrender. And so when there are, is a surrender, there is usually terms to the surrender. And so Jesus today gives us the terms of surrender that we're to have. And so the first term of surrender uh, comes from this passage, is the first term is that you deny yourself. You deny yourself. That's the first term of surrender. You give up your control. You give up your time. You give up your energy. You give up your treasures to him. His will becomes your will. And we have to daily surrender control of our life to him. And so this is the hardest part about about following Christ. And so, you know, I've, I've, uh, I've walked with Christ for many years, but this is the toughest part about being, I believe, in being a Christian, is surrendering our will to his each and every day. You know, there are times that we come to church or we, we have these experiences with God and we say, God, here are the reins and control of my life. I give them to you. And we do that. And uh, that's what we're to do. But you know what? As soon as we walk out the doors or we encounter something, we grab back those reins and we say, okay, God, I'm going to go wherever I want to go and not let you have, have your way. I don't know how, how that is with you. I know that's, that's how it is with me. We say, hey, uh, God, here is my life. Here, I give you this control. And then we see something and we want to do something and we take those reins back. And, and so uh, Christ himself said, not my will, but your will be done. And so, you know, how, how, how would it be if we said that each and every day? Not my will. But your will be done. I think so often we get too busy and we, get, uh, or we, we have things that occur in our day and we forget to say, Not my will, but your will be done. And so this, this is a surrender, it's an unconditional surrender. And so, you know, there, there are times I think that we often say, You know, God, I will do this if you will do that, okay? And, and so there are sometimes that we have that unconditional surrender. Uh, or conditional surrender but God calls us to a unconditional surrender you see Christ unconditionally loves you Christ unconditionally gives you as we talked about this morning gives you grace each and every day and he wants that unconditional surrender in your life and so when we deny ourselves we have joy in our lives and the joy is that uh, when we have that unconditional surrender the joy is Jesus first other second and yourself third. And so when we deny ourselves, we have joy in our life. And so the first term of surrender is what? We deny ourselves. You ready? We deny ourselves. The second term of surrender is you take up your cross. The second term of surrender that Jesus tells us is that we take up our cross. You see, you and I have a knowledge of how Jesus died but uh, his disciples didn't know, but they did know about the cross and what that meant. They knew they meant they knew that meant a uh, basically uh, execution. They knew that that meant death. And so Jesus is saying that we die to ourselves, and so we are to take up our cross. We are to die. We are to suffer to ourselves uh, daily. And so that may mean rejection. It, it may even mean death. You know, as we as we pray for our brothers and sisters in the Ukraine those that have stayed behind to give hope uh, to, to those around them. You know, they have surrendered their life. But in Romans chapter 12, Paul echoes what Jesus tells us here. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual act of worship. And so when we take up our cross and we die to ourselves daily, we have new life. You know, the Bible tells us because we, um, we are a new creation, we have a, a new banner, which a, the banner is love. We have... New clothes, and we also have new weapons when we have that relationship with Christ. That new banner is love. You know, Jesus tells us, uh, uh, you know, through Paul in Romans eight one it says, "There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus." And then also in Second Corinthians five seventeen, you know, just we talked about. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone and the new has come. And the new clothes that you and I have, Paul tells us in Colossians 3, it says, therefore as God's holy chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourself with compassion, with kindness, with humility, with gentleness and with patience. You see, you and I are clothed in his righteousness. When we surrender to him, uh, we are clothed in his righteousness. And the new weapons that we have is that we have the Holy Spirit who dwells within us. We also have his word, which is the sword of the Spirit. We also have prayer. And so the question is, are you and I putting on those clothes that God intended us to wear each and every day? Or are we utilizing the weapons that, that he has given us, the Holy Spirit, his word, and, and in prayer? And so when you surrender, and, and the terms of surrender that Jesus gives us, the first is what we deny ourselves. The second is what we take up our cross. And the third, and let's see if you can guess this, You follow me, okay? That's what Jesus said. The the third term of surrender is that you follow me. I know that's uh, pretty creative, uh, taken from the Word. Here is, uh, you know, Jesus said, "Let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me." So that's the third point that we have here, and so we follow him. And so, you know, we have to continue to do that day after day. And when when you follow Christ, you obey Christ. You see, God. Uh, cares for us, he shepherds us, he loves us, and uh, he shows us that grace. And so following Jesus is a result of saving faith in him. And so you and I depend upon God. Uh, you know, we, we know we have freedom in, him, in Christ. You know, you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. And so when, when we are set free, we're set free from that bondage of sin. Uh, we're uh, set free from that bondage of shame and of self. And so it is saying no to, no to us and yes to him. And so when you and I follow Christ, we have to know what God says. And so chances are, if you are not in God's word, you're not following him. Because God gives us the direction that we need to do. He, he gives us our wishes, uh, his wishes for us. He gives us what he desires for us to do, his commands and, and what we are to do. And so the, the good news is we live in a world where we can get God's word into our mind. And uh, we can hear God's word through these. You know, you say, well, I'm not a strong reader. Guess what? These things right here will read God's Word to you. It's right here on your, uh, you know, you carry it with you all the time. And you say, well, I don't have time for, for you know, to, to read God's Word. Well, if you're driving, you can listen to it. Uh, and so, you know, it, it, uh, it's important that you and I get God's Word into our life because uh, Jesus did say, it says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. And how are you going to know God's commandments unless you are in his word. And so we follow him. And so uh, for the terms of surrender that Jesus gives, the first term of surrender is you deny yourself. The second is you take up your cross. And the third is you follow me. And the, the fourth term of surrender that I, I sort of deviated from, uh, from, from the scripture here and uh, not saying word for word, the fourth is you live out God's mouth. You live out God's math. That's the fourth term of surrender. And I grew up uh, playing sports, uh, played football and basketball and ran track. And, and uh, I, I, you know, loved to compete and uh, didn't like to lose, okay? And if you're an athlete, you probably don't like to lose either. Or if you're a, co- a competitor, you probably don't like to lose. And, uh, and so I, still to this day, I don't like for my teams to, to lose, uh, last season, of the 2020 season was not a good season for one of my favorite teams, the Baylor Bears. Uh, they went two and seven that year, and so good. Chad, Chad threatened he was going to delete this slide because he didn't want that. Uh, but, uh, but anyway, I'm glad he left it up here. But you know, this past year, it was it was a better season. They went 12 and two uh, in 2021, and so you know, I don't know how your sports teams or uh, do and the, the teams that you root for. Uh, But as a follower of Christ, this is one area of our life where we need to be a loser, all right? We need to be a loser. He he says this, for whoever will lose his life will save it, okay? And that's a a paradoxical term that, that he uses for life. It is only through our willingness to surrender our life will we save it. And so when we try to preserve it or when we try to gain that life, we will lose it. You know, we surrender because of God's love for us, and we surrender because of our love for him. You see, one of the guys that uh, comes to mind when I think of surrender is a guy by the name of Jim Elliott. And some of you are familiar, maybe familiar with Jim Elliott. Uh, He surrendered all. He went down to Ecuador to to preach the good news to, to people who have never heard the gospel before. And so ultimately he surrendered his life uh, to, to share the gospel, but he had this to say. He said this. He said, He is no fool who gives what he cannot keep to gain that which he cannot lose. You see, surrender involves God's mind. This past uh, summer, uh, I, have, I have twin boys, and so they, they turned 16, and so they were wanting to drive. We had one car. We said, hey, this car, you share it. I had one uh, guy did not want to share Uh, Because he did not want to um, be late to places. He wanted to make sure he was there. So he saved up his money and he was looking at uh, a lot of different trucks. And so last summer I'd get texts all the time of, of uh, basically links to different trucks and so uh, we went and he said hey let's go to garland i found one over there so we went to garland he had this big um, as an f-250 and it was you know that's what he was wanting uh for for you know we were looking in his price range and as you can imagine uh, in his price range very high mileage and a very older uh, old vehicle and so but uh, it was a big f-250 and so he drove first I said, "Guy, how's it drive?" He said, "Oh man, it's you know, it's good." So you know, he's up. We were up, pretty high, sitting up there. It was it was uh, raised a little bit. I said, "Guy, let me let me drive it." And so, I got in. I was driving, and I said, "Guy, watch this." And so I let go of the steering wheel, and that thing goes that way. And and I said. God, we're not getting this. And so, you know, it needed a lot of, lot of things, a lot of uh, cosmetic things, but especially with the alignment, it was, it was pretty bad. And so you may have uh, gone to uh, get your tires looked at or rotated, and they say, hey, you know, this front tire is wearing out. You know, the tread is wearing out uh, because it is out of alignment. And so, you know what, your life and my life is the same. You know, there are times that our life is out of alignment. Uh, with the Lord and so um, there, there are times that we don't surrender and so uh, our life may be pulling us in a direction opposite from where the Lord wants us to go and so the question is what in your life is is pulling you out of alignment uh, from Christ you know are there areas in your life that are uh, wearing out unevenly because you're not aligned with the Lord and in Luke chapter 18 um, Luke chapter 18. If you want to turn there and look in uh, verse 18, it says, And a ruler asked him, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. You know the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not murder. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Honor your father and mother. And he said, All these things I have kept from my youth. When Jesus heard this, he said to him, one thing you still lack, sell all that you leave, uh, all that you have, and distribute to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven, and come, follow me. And then he says, but when he heard these things, he became very sad, and was, because he was extremely rich. And then it says, Jesus, seeing that he had become sad, how difficult it is for those who have wealth to enter the kingdom of God. For it easier for a camel to go through the eye of the needle than for a rich person to um, enter the kingdom of God. And so, you know, as you look at the story of the rich young ruler, are you like him, not willing to surrender everything that you have to the Lord? Are you willing to surrender to the Lord each and every day? You see, we need to unconditionally surrender our life to him. You know, it's that unconditional love that drove Jesus to the cross so that you and I can survive and so that we can thrive. And so Jesus' terms of surrender, the first is what you deny yourself, the second is you take up your cross, and the third is you follow me, and the fourth is you live out God's math. You see, when you surrender, when there's a surrender, there's usually some type of sign for surrender. There's usually a waving a white flag or a handkerchief from saying, hey, I surrender, or it's throwing down the weapons and getting the hands up uh, in the air. And those are usually physical signs of surrender. And so today, uh, the invitation for you is, you know, what area of your life do you need to surrender to him? You know, when you came in, each of you should have gotten, if you didn't, there's some out there, a flag. And so just a, a white flag of surrender And this is just a reminder for you and for me to uh, surrender each day of our life to him. There may be uh, some area of your life where you say, hey, I need, God, I need to surrender this life, uh, this area to you. You may even want to write that down and put that in your car, put that somewhere where you can see it uh, each and every day. Just to remind you, not my will, but your will be done. And it's a surrender to him. And so, you know, the question is, what do you need to surrender to the Lord this morning? And so, you know, as you surrender to him, you not only survive, but you thrive. So let's go ahead and go to the Lord in prayer. God, we come before you and thank you for today. We thank you that you uh, speak to us through your word. Uh, God, we thank you for the terms of surrender that you do give us. And so, Father, I pray that uh, each one in here and people listening online... Uh, Father, that they would, um, Lord, let you look at their life. And, uh, Lord, what area of our lives need uh, to be surrendered to you? God, I pray that that would be the, the, the invitation for today, that, Lord, they would allow you to speak to them today and surrender those areas and relinquish control over that and give that to you. Father, thank you for loving us. Thank you for caring for us. Thank you for sending Jesus to die for us. And it's in the mighty name of Jesus we pray and our God's people said, amen.